welcome, welcome, welcome. Another hot tea with pleasure. I'm Hillary. Hey, hey, Colette. Hi, everyone. <laughs> You're Hi, here Hillary. With us this week, Teresa is not yes. with us. Um, she's still dealing with a family issue, and we wish her well. So, why don't we start the show, Colette? All right. Well, welcome to Hot Tea of Pleasures. Um, I'm Colette with Love in Ontario, Canada. And I'm Hillary in Ontario, Canada. All right. So welcome back to our um, channel, to the Hot Tea of Pleasures, um, where we will keep it raw and real. Check us out on the social program um, platforms, Instagram, watch our previous shows right here on YouTube, listen to the podcast on RSS, as also on TikTok, um, like, subscribe, leave your comments, come join us and lubricate your life. That's right. um, what are you whining about? It's winter. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Although it's yes. it's fall here, like you know, it's actually fall. Um, you know, we have snow next week, and I'm not ready. I am not ready. Oh my goodness! I would rather be on a beach somewhere. Yeah. But I have to be realistic. The fact that I just have to embrace my winterhood. So where I live is the all different area than yours. So I know you're mm -hmm. not dealing with that yet. <sighs> But I unfortunately am, and um, yeah, that's gonna be fun. What are you whining about, Colette? I'm whining about um, the holiday crowds. How they're mm. just always like everyone. There's everyone hustle bustle everywhere. Everyone's literally walking with teams. It's too much. Sometimes I'm just like, why? Like you know, it's just swimming through the crowds. No one moves when you're walking. Listen, yeah. I am not about people starting Christmas before December 1st, okay? That's a pet yeah. peeve. So. Right? <laughs> I, I literally refuse to go down the aisle. If I see Christmas stuff, I'm like, nope, not going down it. Turn around, go the other way. <laughs> okay, I think you got it. You're going to have to maneuver tonight and do the show and do the chat because there's nobody there to do the chat. So. Yeah, I'm actually logging in now. Um. Mm -hmm. Then just check into the chat here. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll be watching the chat here. I'll put it here on here. So if you guys, if you guys see me looking away, is because I'm looking at the chat or I'm looking here. I'm gonna. I'm about to spontaneously do something right now. Colette doesn't even know I'm about to do this, but I'm just gonna announce. That starting in the new year, I am going to have my own individual podcast as well. Still have hot teas and pleasures, but uh, I got to get start gearing towards my book, and so I will be starting a podcast uh, centered around the book. And uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. And Colette will be <laughs> the person backing me and making sure I, <laughs> I do it right. So I'm excited about that, and uh, I can't wait to share my book with you. I hope that. Um, you guys have a good read and learn a little bit of something, not only about me, but about yourself in doing so. The book focuses not only on domestic violence. I don't want that to be the only thing you walk away with, but also has to do a lot with self-love, self-worth, and understanding your intersectionality as a woman of color. So I am excited. <laughs> I was going to bring it out for my birthday, but I was like, you know what? No, I want to enjoy my birthday. <laughs> And I don't want to be out there <laughs> doing book stuff. So I was supposed to be born on Valentine's Day. So I was strategic and will be releasing it on Valentine's Day of 2024. 
and um there's a whole bunch of mix up on my birthday but anyways <laughs> that day is very important to me and so i figure why not full circle it so here we go anyways let's start the show we have a lot to talk about colette here we go all right so oh hillary what is the disclaimer well the information here is research and we share it and not everything we say is our opinion um we will put a little bit of our opinion tonight but majority of it will be uh information that we found on the web because we are not men <laughs> all right mm -hmm. so what does vulnerability of men mean all right so male vulnerability is the ability to be open and honest about our feelings and expresses um, and experiences so even when they are difficult it is the willingness to show up and be seen even when they're like when you're afraid um so being vulnerable is just being open and um, really expressing your emotions um to the person or in the whole just expressing your emotions mm -hmm. and and the thing is is like society does not allow men to be uh vulnerable and you know i always have a pet peeve around this subject because um you know listen if you take a individual, whether it be a human or a species that is, let's say, animalistic, right? And you tell them they cannot show their emotions, they cannot be vulnerable in any aspect, and then uh, put them in a situation where emotion has to be displayed in order for communication to happen then what do you think is going to happen when you continuously and continuously not allow an individual to show or express their emotion in a positive manner? So let's say, for example, um, a person is angry or upset or sad and told to shut down, not to express that. If you express that, you're no, you're no longer a man. You're now the P word. I'm not going to say it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> If you continuously do that after a while, you've conditioned that person not to express themselves and that the only thing that they can do is bottle it up and not share it. And so now you heighten that situation over and over and over again. And at some point, that person or individual will break. So um, we're going to... Uh, you have anything to say, Colette, around that? Um, well, I have to say, well, yeah, I have to say that um, for sure with the, I feel like that's what happens. Like the, the emotion just overbuilt. Like it just, it's like almost like, as you were saying, you know, like they just break. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. So is this best to open up and express those feelings when you don't overload? Yeah. Exactly. So let's go into uh, a little bit more in-depth conversation around it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, before we get started, the, um, men, have you ever been vulnerable with your significant other? Have you ever been scolded or described as weak? Yeah. So I'm going to actually type this in the chat mm -hmm. and you can leave your comment there while we go more further mm -hmm. in here. So... Okay, so let me get started. 
Okay, so growing up, many men have work conditioned not to show their emotions. You know, be a man, don't cry, don't be such a wiener, you know, <laughs> all that kind of beautiful stuff. And those words have echoed for, in their ears for years, from childhood until adulthood, before even understanding their own emotions. Uh, while women have been considered more sensitive, uh, men are reminded every chance that they get the society's taboo or talk to express their sadness, anger, and despair and fear. So, um, what is vulnerability? Collect, you want to tell us? Yeah, so what is vulnerability is, well, vulnerability is, sorry guys, I was just stacking there. <laughs> sorry. Oh my goodness. So, I'll, I'll, I'll continue. Vulnerability is choosing to let your defenses down and, you know, bit to uh, connect with other people. Uh, exploring ourselves and the new expressions, feelings, and emotions. And it's what makes us human, by the way. Um, it is that invincible connection that makes us tune into our emotions. So always it helps for us to connect with other humans on an emotional level. So imagine that being a vulnerability and you telling a person or individual or conditioning them that they can express that emotion. Um, so when you choose to tell someone I love you for the first time, for example, it requires a great deal of vulnerability. And this is because you're opening up yourself uh, to the mm. possibility of them saying, well, I don't love you back <laughs> or all right, <laughs> you know, or I yeah. reject you um, in a popular um, t uh, t uh, t TED talk that we saw. Uh, they talked about the power of vulnerability and how. Um, you know, it sounds like truth and feelings and emotions and courage and the ability for that connection to happen. And so um, this is a, a very, very, very strong way of connecting with other people as well as showing your strength and courage when you're being vulnerable. Mm -hmm. All right. Society believes what? What do they believe, Nicolette? Nicolette? They believe that a man means that you cannot show your emotions. Mm -hmm. That's what society believes. And they believe that you can, a man should not show their emotions. And I feel like it's been like that for a very long time. Um, it means you should always put up a bold exterior, no matter how sad, depressed, or anxious you might be feeling inside. Mm -hmm. But what society fails to add to this is the more you choose to suppress and hide these emotions, which Hillary was talking about earlier, the more likely it becomes to develop into a mental health disorders. Bottling your emotions um, up, uh, may lead to low self-esteem, mood swings, anger issues, aggression, emotional numbness, even suicidal thoughts. And you know that's not a lot of guys don't even know that's what it is that they're actually dealing with. Um, my thing is, <laughs> I'm just making a mess here. Uh, they don't realize that's what they're really dealing with is that they're actually dealing with um, the lack of being able to express themselves. And so you, they might see themselves getting angry for no reason or um, showing some kind of aggression or having those mood swings and not being able to explain what's happening in that moment and for, uh, or having any kind of emotional numbness. Uh, I hear a lot of guys say that I am emotionally numb. A lot mm -hmm. of that comes from the conditioning of this is how a man's supposed to be. This is what a man's supposed to look like. This is how a man's supposed to behave and fitting in a complete um 
one level uh, blanket description of, a, of an individual or characteristic and having all men apply to that particular characteristic. Yeah, and why is it important for men to be vulnerable? So um, before we explore the reasons why vulnerability is a strength, we should ask an important question. Why do men hide their feelings? Um, as I mentioned earlier, this is prim primarily due to the social conditioning. So all our lives, we are constantly reminded that there is strength in being tough. So we grow to become men. We learn to hide our emotions behind the cloak of fear, fearfulness and strength. We smile when we really want to cry. We keep silent, even when we want to scream so badly. Increasingly, anger is a... Basically, interestingly, anger is a perfect example of how men express their how their feelings, right? Um, the same goes for discussions around depression. Even though women are more likely to report cases of depression, a 2013 study showed that 30.6% of men will experience major um, depressive episodes in their lifetime. Mm. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing, you know, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and you think that after we, you know, we know this thing and, you know, we'll talk a little bit long, uh, more uh, later about the different generations and how they mm -hmm. express themselves or how they see emotion and vulnerability. But if we see those kind of rates, why haven't society changed, right? Or why haven't society uh, allow uh, expression of emotion or vulnerability to be a desire to be an attractive feature of a male. Yeah. So unfortunately, being lesser men are speaking about, um, because lesser men are speaking about their struggles and depression, anxiety, the suicide rate amongst Americans are four times higher um, than those of women, uh, six times higher here in Canada. Um, but because we don't show our emotions and talk about them to each other, uh, in fact, men process emotions the same way women do because they're human, again. <laughs> but <laughs> thanks to society's conditioning, gender stereotypes, and toxic personality, men are the more likely to su suppress their emotions. When a man chooses to be vulnerable, they can finally become more authentic selves, connect with their emotions better, build better and honest relationships, face their biggest fears, and become honest have something or someone make them feel so you ever had a man look at you until he love you no okay <laughs> <laughs> well it's so <laughs> when a man tell you what and the thing is you have to know your you have to know your uh your significant other i'm talking about cis women you cis women you have to know your significant other because if you have a man that every minute he's like i love you i love you i love you uh, maybe he might love you much. <laughs> you know, he's very, yeah, very, 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 very confident. <laughs> Just be careful. But if you yeah. have a cis male that, you know, that you're in a relationship with and he doesn't really normally express himself and he looks at you and says, I'm in love with you or I love you, you might want to take a minute and just say, wow, I realize that in this moment he's extremely vulnerable and I have to treat this as special the same thing vice versa don't write me don't tell me or 
women, blah, blah, blah. I get it. But we're talking about men today. <laughs> and what I'm saying is that in that moment when your cis male is being that vulnerable to you, you have to be very, very intentional and pay attention to it and realize mm -hmm. in that moment, what is his love language? And if it is affirmations, you will need to say that back to him. If it is gift giving, you might want to either uh, write something down or show some kind of something uh, towards it. If it's, if it's more of uh, act of service, do something and also say the words, but that needs to be re, re, um, uh, uh, reciprocated. Yeah. So what, what are some of the tips that you can give to a man to show him how to be more vulnerable with his mate or with himself? Well, uh, always be honest about how you feel. Mm -hmm. So the first step to being vulnerable is to be honest about how you feel. Mm -hmm. It is natural for you to feel sad as a man or for you to feel anxious about something or someone. Mm -hmm. But rather than shut it down or ball it up, open up to someone about these emotions. Okay, so remember, don't shy away from that. Mm -hmm. And face your fears. Number two. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Face your fears is a challenging to be vulnerable because it requires you to deal with that courage and that vulnerability, but requires you to confess your love for the first time. For example, I just spoke about, or it requires you to demand respect for someone. That's another way of showing because showing love doesn't mean always coogly coogly, <laughs> you know, and yeah. hugging or whatever, but it could be showing love for yourself where you do not allow a person to disrespect you or or uh, take your um, your time uh, or sincerity for granted. That can be another way of showing vulnerability. Uh, and then, you know, Colette's going to talk to you about finding a therapeutic hobby. Yeah, I found so one, did, it's called hygiene. Did you know that? <laughs> did you know that doing something you love can help you focus more on your emotions? Yeah. It could be as simple as walking your dog, mm -hmm. exercising, Reading a book or oh, watching a movie. Oh, look who's here. Vicka. Hi, Vicka. Oh, hi, Vicka. How are you doing? <laughs> Thank you for joining. Yeah. Um, whatever it is, it would give you the time to reflect on your emotions. Mm -hmm. So finding that hobby to do that, to release that way, you know, emotions. Um, like if you want to just sit in silence. Good night. <laughs> he said good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Um, for me, I, I, I love hiking. I go out there and I'm by myself. I love the trees. I love, I'm looking at flowers. I'm looking at the animals, the insects, the space, just the quietness, the fact that nobody's here. <laughs> I, I love it. And I get to sit in peace and silence and ground myself and practice mental mindfulness. So whatever it is for you, as long as it's positive and not negative, uh, find that your therapeutic uh, hobby. Next thing you can do, you know, I'm always about this, talking to a therapist or counselor. Um, and the difference between the therapist and the counselor, one can write your prescription, the other one can't. And then the one can has more, um, more assessments can be done around uh, from a therapist. Uh, there's nothing wrong with seeking emotional help as a man. Uh, it's actually pretty sexy when you do that. 
uh, in our society. We have created that stigma around men and their mental health troubles that they can't have any troubles. They're fine. Bucket, suck it up and bucket up and get out of here. <laughs> you know, that kind of behavior. But seeing a therapist is one of the most effective ways for men to talk and deal with his de deepest emotions. Um, there, there are online therapists if you don't have time to, because again, society has put all this weight on males to make sure they provide for the families. I know a lot of women do work. I'm not saying that they don't. I'm talking about men tonight. Because <laughs> I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, getting ac that access to counseling or therapy is very important. Um, ultimately allow yourself to be more vulnerable without fear or judgment when you walk into that counseling room because now you're saying based on society I can't handle my emotions that's what the you know the conditioning is the condition is that you can't handle your, your emotions that's why you're in here no you're handling your emotions that's why you're in there and so go in there don't judge yourself don't judge others don't judge the therapist thinking that they're gonna either laugh at you or talk about you over dinner However, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Again, it's essential to remember that there's absolutely nothing wrong with seeing a therapist. In fact, choosing a mm -hmm. therapist early enough can prevent a simple problem from turning into a complicated mental health conditioning. So, like, so what are you talking about, Nicola? What do you want to sum up in that in that little group we just talked about? Um, well, it is important that you learn to mm -hmm. be vulnerable as a man. And it's even more important to be kind to yourself during the process. Be mm -hmm. patient with yourself. Okay. It's okay if you mess up here and there. If you don't, you know, if it takes you a little longer yep. to don't open up, that up. is fine. Don't beat yourself up. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Just the fact that you're starting and that mm -hmm. you're trying, mm -hmm. like that, that, that's enough. That's good. Yeah, and, and the fact is, the chance if you do mess up, remember you can go and try it again. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, Romney wasn't built in a day, <laughs> and <laughs> those emotions and that conditioning that you've that you're now experiencing has been years and years and years of conditioning. It's going to take some time for you to get out of that behavior. Yes. All so, right. Um, I'm did, yeah. Did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> did you know that uh so do you think that um that men are turned on by women's vulnerability well chat so i'll uh, tell you victor you want to answer that question are women are men turned on by a woman's vulnerability uh colette what about you you think men are turned on by women's vulnerability Yes, I feel like they do. I feel they are t turned on by that because we um because we can't fully be authentic without being first vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And this willingness is to be deeply open and transparent makes us irre um, irresistible to a man. Mm -hmm. And one reason vulnerability is so attractive to a man is that he has a deep need to be needed and to be protective of us. Um, yeah. Victor had a chat. Yeah, know Victor is actually saying what I was just about to say. <laughs> he says depends, not by the needy ones though. <laughs> so there <laughs> is there's a fine line between vulnerability and being needy. So, <laughs> um, you know, you can show your vulnerability, but 
not to the point where now it's becoming um, um, extremely emotional, uh, where it's becoming um, toxic. You don't want that. But showing your vulnerability by being, you know, your raw and true self and uh, expressing yourself when it needs to be expressed in a positive manner is extremely sexy uh, to a man. And uh, it shows the authenticity and the fact that, oh, you feel so confident in yourself to make sure that you're good. I know that you're going to take, make sure that I'm good. Right. Mm hmm. So, hi, baby. Hi, baby face. How you doing? Oh, hi, baby face. Good night. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Our regulars Thanks are coming through. <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. So, <laughs> let me ask the audience. Do you feel that vulnerability of a man depends on the generation of that male? So, uh, Colette, why don't you go through the generations? Because that's really important. I think that generational, uh, generationally... Um, men express themselves differently and were allowed to express themselves differently yeah She's... yeah so the comparison of generation baby, baby boomers mm -hmm. is 19 so years 1946 to 1964 mm -hmm. we got generation x 1965 to 1980 mm -hmm. gen y or what else <laughs> what else is oh you mean the millenniums <laughs> yeah. From year 1980 to 1994, then we got Generation Z from 1995 to 2009, Alpha from 2010 to 2024. Okay, let's go back to those gener those uh, baby boomers and Generation X. Yeah. Generation X is a whole other level. <laughs> <laughs> they different. Yeah, they just I'm part of Generation yeah. X. We different. We're just different, yes. okay? I don't know. We drank too much Coca-Cola <laughs> or something or wear too much uh, polka dots and stripes and I don't know, <laughs> or too much fluorescent color was happening in the 80s, but we different. <laughs> They're just a different breed. They don't, they had a, there's a movie that just came out. You got to watch it, Colette. It's called, uh, oh my God, Old Dads. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Girl, okay, I'll take it. Yeah. you you gotta watch it. It's on Netflix. Oh my goodness, I can't, I, oh Lord, <laughs> <laughs> I think they broke every rule, but it really reflected how Generation X thinks, um, mm -hmm. and and I'm going to put that as the average think thinker of Generation X. They're very, very, very uh, voiceless, <laughs> very. So baby boomers and Generation X were known. Um, offenders of chastising males that showed any kind of emotion. So when they mm -hmm. showed emotion, you were considered weak, less than, mm -hmm. and always that sexuality that goes towards a female. So that has continued over the years. It's getting mm -hmm. better, <laughs> I think. <laughs> but <laughs> I think more genera <laughs> generation Y and um, the millenniums and, um, and the, of course, Z and um, Alpha. I think they're now trying to change that. It's still needs a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of work. Yeah, there's too to many happen. emotions. Huh? Too much. Too many um, um, emotions, I would say, from Gen Z especially, I feel. <laughs> Um, which is nothing wrong with that, but I just feel like at times it's kind of like just just research first before reaction. 
Well, this is, a, this is the complaint that a lot of people are Reaction. complaining about. They're saying that baby boomers and Generation X didn't have enough emotion. And then you have millenniums mm -hmm. and Zeds have too, emo too much emotions. And they're not, <laughs> just not listening to each other. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So uh, I don't know which one is the balance. Maybe alpha is the balance. I have no clue. I, I've lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've lost track of who's who anymore. But anyways, um, we know that there is a lot of um, stereotypes in society and biases based on the generations and how they were raised and what they saw as male. And, and mm -hmm. again, a lot of that is conditioning from society as to what men are supposed to be doing, how they're supposed to look, t smell. I mean, th there is so much to it, how a man's supposed to look, how a man's supposed to smell, how, a man, how tall yeah. a man's supposed to be. There is that height thing, girl. If a man is yes. not over five eight, you short. You're not a man. Like I mean, they. they but on a lot. Tinder, they they put false. Yes. Um, heights. Yes. And, and oh. men should not do that. I feel like. Oh, you we talking say about date date naps? Are date naps? They yeah. put the real heights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's sad because when when you show up, aren't they going to? Aren't you going to see what height they are? <laughs> I don't, I don't know why men, men, can you ask, answer that for us? Why are you so concerned about your height? Because society has told them that if you're short, you're not a man. What are you talking about, girl? You know that they say that That's a true. tall man is what a woman desires. A woman wants mm -hmm. a tall man. That means he's strong and strapped and he can handle his stuff and he can handle this and blah, 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 whatever, whatever. It's all pressure. It's all the side. It's the same thing. Like, you know, I mean, women are now asking men out, but for many years and still, still happens where women are expecting a man to ask her out. And we never thought or considered the fact that it's hard for that man to cross that road yeah. or even to come yeah. across the uh, dance floor to come and ask you out. Right. And then mm -hmm. pray to God, you say yes. <laughs> pray to God, yeah. you say yes. You know, because you know, I actually, yeah, go on. I actually have a friend who who actually did say that he does not like to ask. He said that we're women have a better chance because mm -hmm. we can just go up to any guy and ask. But for him, he's not going to go to any girl because it's embarrassing if a girl shuns us down. He said that he think he feels that women have it easier mm -hmm. than men when it comes to that. When it comes to approaching, but I told him like, just take a chance. You know, you never know. Um, Read the room. Yeah. Read. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> but I feel like it's, I feel like it's for him, it was the same. You know, like, mm -hmm. for a man, I guess, I don't know. I guess they, they put themselves in a box. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they put themselves in the box. I think we, we put them in that box. You know, uh, society yeah. has told uh, men that they have to dress a certain way, act a certain way, and be a certain way, and that they're not men. And so yes. uh, part of it is asking the woman out, um, paying for dinner for example and I, I know some ladies are gonna say well i pay for my own yeah you pay for your own thing but if you pull out the wallet you'll be fine i'm just saying that it's right. the, it's society that puts that pressure there i'm not saying that yeah. it happens all the time i'm just saying that society does put that pressure there yeah okay so let's take a quick break and we're gonna come all the way back uh again with hot tea with pleasures you remember to like uh comment and subscribe here on youtube instagram and on TikTok, and we'll be right back with more hot teas with pleasure please don't go anywhere hang in there baby eiffel and victor thank you so much for coming through and stay where you are do not leave we'll be right back with more hot tea with pleasures Cause when fly, fly sugar, they just 
Okay, and we're back. All right. You gonna welcome us, welcome us back uh, there, Colette? Right. Sorry, guys. My audio's down for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're back here with Hot Tea with Pleasures. We're keeping it raw and real. I'm Ayla Rio, Ontario, Canada. And I'm Colette from Ontario, Canada. Yes. Don't tell anybody where you live. <laughs> <laughs> I was close. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I know, I know. That was funny. Okay. So let's do a little recap about what we've been talking about so far. Yeah, so, so far we were talking about this vulnerability of men, of uh, what it means. So first, what does it mean? The ability to be open and honest, opening up the feelings and, exper and experiences and just being vulnerable to that person um, or just in the whole of being vulnerable. Um, we also went into the fact of the tips. Uh, there's four tips, so I'm going to quickly go through those. Number one, always be honest in how you feel, face your fears. Find a, therapy, a therapeutic hobby that is positive, not negative. Um, yes. Four, talk to a therapist. So going to um, finding a, a therapist that you'll be able to, or just a community or the online, I think they have the online help as well that you can talk to and, and be open to as well. Um, sorry, I was looking on the side there. I was looking at the chat. you. <laughs> Yeah, I was checking it out, but <laughs> see if anyone was uh, there to any questions. Mm -hmm. um, we also had some questions that I threw in here, and I actually have the chat, um, the question pinned in the chat, which is, have you ever been vulnerable with your significant other? And have you ever been um, described as weak if you have opened it, have opened up? So if you feel, if you are um, would like to, you can leave um, your answer below there as well. Um, what else did we talk about? We talked about the fact is if do men get turned on by us, are attracted by our vulnerability, and they, you know, some do. Um, I feel like they some do it, or it depends. That was the answer, right? It just depends. It depends uh, if the woman is a little bit too, um, 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 the less with the word, for the lack of better word, emotional, um, and mm -hmm. comes off as needy, um, then, uh, you know, that might not be so attractive. Baby Eiffel says, some are, but those that don't, don't know how to react, but stay guarded. And that's another thing is that a lot of men stay guarded with their emotions because they might have experienced a female or a relationship where their vulnerability has been taken for granted or has been used against them. Um, that is a reality um, that when you do show your vulnerability, you are opening up yourself to others and praying to God that they are uh, respectable uh, of your vulnerability and cherish it and see it as an opportunity to connect with you and not as an opportunity to destroy you or to use it against you. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, another question that we had um, asked, that was, that, that was all the question. Oh wait, do you feel that the vulnerability of men depends on the generation of, a, of the male? Right. So do you feel the vulnerability of men depend on generation, uh, on their generation? Yeah. Um, and if so, why? Why do you think that? Yeah. Well, this is the thing is that, you know, uh, we have to be honest with ourselves and, and say that a lot of us are still learning um, 
respect is something that um, comes along with a lot of things. It comes along with understanding and education and experience and openness and authenticity. I mean, there's so many different things that comes along with that. And where we are now as a society, um, sometimes we just don't say what we mean. And sometimes we say what we mean, but we say it in a very mean and destructive manner. So there's so much going on there that we have to allow ourselves. And if you can take one thing out of that whole script is, you know, trust yourself. You know when you're being treated nicely and you know when you're being treated badly. And so if yeah. you show your vulnerability, uh, know that it's for yourself and a person treats you badly or try to use it against you, you have the ability and try to find the ability through therapy, through self-help, through self-love, self-worth, understanding yourself, whatever you have to use to know in that moment that if you're not being appreciated, then they don't get to your vulnerability. They get the other side, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and, that's, and we have to be honest with that because that does happen. It does happen where a person can see that you're vulnerable and take advantage of it. Exactly. That, that, that's another thing too, because, you know, women do do that sometimes. Stop a bit. Stop a bit. But you know what's you so interesting about this whole episode? Um, I'm going to vent. Uh, <laughs> when I said we were going to do this episode, right? I had some females were like, why? <laughs> We have, we go through this and we go through that and we go through this and we, I get it and I understand. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I get it and I understand. And you know me, I am an advocate of domestic violence as well as human trafficking and sex workers. So don't preach to me. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> but what we have to be honest with ourselves and say is that society has also told men that they have to be a certain way. And so that conditioning is also causing a lot of problems that we as women have to deal with. Because if you, um, you do not allow a man to show his emotions or be human, he becomes animalistic. And the behavior and the results is domestic violence. So we have to all talk about this, 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 this problem. And it is a problem. And yeah. maybe I will say, so true what you just said. Yes, it does. Of course. And, and thank you for that. We have to be honest. We have, well, listen, I'm a feminist too. Okay. But you cannot have femininity without masculinity. Okay. And in order for us to get this problem under control with domestic violence and violence in itself and gender, gender, partner, gender violence, we have to talk about everything at the table, not just one side of the table, because when you put all the weight on one side of the table, it breaks or flops or turns over. So we have to make the table balance. And so we have to invite everybody to the table so we can have these discussions and conversations. And if you are uncomfortable with it, you can close your ears and you'll be fine. 
I am sorry. I am not apologizing for talking about the vulnerability of a man because we as society has shut that off and we want them to behave a certain way. But when they do, we tell them that they're, you know what? And then yeah. <laughs> we want the other results. So we got to figure out what we want. Say what you want, but do better. Okay. So that's my little pet peeve. And anybody want to write me? Yeah, go on Instagram. You can write us there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's, it's the truth. I think that we have to it really, really, yeah, we have to be honest with that. If we have conditioned men to behave a certain way, why do we expect any different? <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's the same thing with women. If we create and we have expect, I mean, when, when it happens and we talk about women and we talk about the pressures of being a woman and, and all the conditioning and the commercialization, and everything be, behind it, we talk about that stuff and we're like, oh my God, I can't believe that they did it to us. Well, oh my God, I can't believe that they did it to men. <laughs> right? Yeah. And if we don't talk yeah. about the whole capitalistic view of it and where it really stems from, we will never really truly change societal behavior. So yes. that's my two cents on that. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, men are people too. <laughs> yeah, we're all, listen, we're all humans yeah. at the all at the end of the day. We want you people to have this whole uh, you know, inclusivity and diversity and all that stuff. And it's lovely and beautiful to write down, but let's start actually practicing by being inclusive. You cannot mm -hmm. leave one set of uh, people out of a conversation that affects all it doesn't work like that okay yeah. so that's my two cents about that and uh, again if you have a problem with what I just said I really don't care <laughs> I am just being I'm being honest that's my authentic self and that's how I feel of a woman with it that has boys who are now men I do not want them to be judged because of they have a penis I'm sorry <laughs> that is not what I want for them. I want them to be judged by their character and their personality and the individuality and their education and their love and their desire and respect. And I do not need any person, I don't care what sex you are, looking at them and saying, oh, because you are a male, you are less than or you're aggressive or you are this. And there are black males. So I don't want to hear the word aggression associated with them. So mm -hmm. let's all work together to get this information, to get back on board and work together and not tip the table on one side and make it inclusive so that men can be at the table and have that conversation and say what's bothering them. We can say what's bothering us and we can work together to come up with an inclusive conversation. Hey, Rudy. <laughs> Rudy's back. Oh, he said good night, family. You, who's uh, who's that there on the left? Uh, <laughs> that's Colette. <laughs> He's talking about you, Colette. That's Colette. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, your cousin. <laughs> he knows you. He knows you. She's messing with you. <laughs> we glad to see you. Are you doing good? How how you doing? Are you feeling good? <laughs> yeah, R Rudy. What do you gotta say about this? We got we got what fifteen more minutes left. What do you gotta say about? how society, you know, the pressures of being a male in this society now as we stand yeah. and being a cis male at that, meaning a male that's attracted to women and, um, you know, 
and uh, or uh, yeah, attracted to women. <laughs> so what is your two cents about that? So Colette, Colette, have you ever been in a situation where a man has been vulnerable towards you and have you, uh, how, mm -hmm. how have you reacted to that vulnerability? And vulnerability can come in many different ways. Okay. It doesn't have to mm -hmm. come with, um, he said, hey, I ain't got no problems. <laughs> okay. That's good. <laughs> um, vulnerability can come in, in various ways. It can come in yeah. uh, speech. It can come in emotion. It can come in just being a true authentic self and say, I, here I am as I am. And you love me or don't like me that I am, this is who I am. Have you ever had any of those kind of situations? He goes, there are plenty of women to go around. <laughs> I can't. He's back. Oh He's, feeling better. <laughs> He's feeling better. <laughs> Rudy, your, um, your friend yes, Victor I is here. I'm not sure he's kind of quiet, but he's here. Yeah. Go on. Go on, Colette. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yes, I have before. Um, I'm, a, I'm already, um, I'm a listener. Mm -hmm. So I definitely welcomed it very well. Um, to the point where they do continually come to me with their issues as well. But um, yeah, I definitely, I'm, yeah, as I said, like, I'm a listener. So I took it in with positivity. I didn't see them as weak or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, in fact, I am happy that mm -hmm. they, you know, chose to speak about their situation and um if it's the first step you know yeah. of getting positive yeah. you know changing yeah. their lives yeah. I, I i'm very much i think it's very sexy and very um uh, for a man to show his vulnerability and that means that he's showing me his all and if he that means he trusts mm -hmm. me as well to be able yeah. to show that and so i find it very sexy uh when a man is being his true self and not have to try to be, I, I, I cannot deal with any guy that come to me all dressed in a pretty bow. I can't deal with you because <laughs> that's mm -hmm. not who you yeah. are. Okay. Because at the end of the day, if we're going to grow old together, I'm going to see your ass <laughs> and I'm going to see you without teeth and whatever. And if you're going to try to be all up in the mirror and everything, I got time for you. So <laughs> I'd rather an authentic man that is securing himself to show me his true self to make mistakes mm -hmm. and correct them and also be apologetic in that manner. Uh, I'm just going to read a couple of things in the chat. Uh, Rudy's mm -hmm. uh, Vic, um, baby Eiffel said, hi, Rudy. Uh, she said, good night. Thanks again for the good dis discussion. She's talking to us. No you're problem. welcome. Baby, yeah. baby yeah, face. You're welcome. Uh, Thank you for Rudy joining us. He missed me. That's why he's so quiet. <laughs> he's talking about Victor. <laughs> And, and then he said, hi, baby Eiffel. <laughs> They're funny. Oh my, gosh. Oh my yeah. God. So Colette, what you got going on? I know that you, we're, we're just going to end it there. Uh, uh, mm -hmm. we, you know, there's a lot of different counseling agencies around, um, and, and therapy around for anyone, not only males, uh, to go in and get in contact and in, in connect with your, uh, emotions. If you have a mental health issue, do not stay quiet it's okay not to be okay uh find a friend that you trust and open up to them if you don't want to go into a therapist or a counselor but tell someone do not bottle it up because it comes out in a different way and for many men it comes out in the way of aggression um so colette let's talk about your social media let's talk about your yes. business tell us a little bit <laughs> about colette with love well, Club of Love, I had started off the brand as um, originally a social media um, 
consulting um, service. But um, I decided that I think I might go into the storytelling, like creating more creating videos. So I, I am still experimenting with my brand, but I definitely do love creating um, videos and and just the um, the digital side of it. Right. Um, I enjoy, right. but um, yeah, more to come. Uh We'll oh, see here comes in the new your year, moment. maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> here, what so, about you? uh, me, I am. I, I, I said, uh, as I said in a part of the show, I am very Yes. excited about my book uh, coming out. It's called uh, "Fuck That I'm Black," and it has to do with the fact of me going through all these different um, uh, traumas and experiences as a child into my teen years and in my late teens. Um, getting into the uh, area of uh, economical and emotional uh, abuse and realizing that after all those years dealing with obesity, dealing with molestation and uh, sexual assault and all these things, domestic violence, I forgot the one thing that kind of buries is this big barrier that I had in my life And I kept saying, why am I hitting against my, why, why, why do I get any help? Why are certain people getting help? Or I'm not getting the help. Why is it not being offered to me? Why is no one coming to rescue me is the, is the words that I would use sometimes. And what it, I forgot, <laughs> and not that I forgot because I can't forget, I look in the mirror every day. But I never thought about the fact that as a woman of color, there is that intersectionality in North America where barriers have been created to make sure that I do not advance. And so coming to the realization of that and accepting myself and loving myself and using self-worth and self-understanding, I was able to navigate to where I am today, where I love and accept who I am and just live a life of peace. So the book talks about that and you get to see a child and through a child's eye, what that looks like Oh, baby and face the wants to read it. Huh? Baby face who likes wants to Oh, read you want it. to read it? Oh, I I hope you read it. I I can't. It's coming out on uh, February fourteenth. That is Valentine's Day. I made it purposely. I did it there because I was supposed to be born on Valentine's Day. I'm very very. <laughs> Rudy goes. Wait, you wrote a book? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and uh, he um, that they're talking. They're going back and forth. Baby uh. Baby, baby face says she wants to read the book and um baby face rudy said baby face it's only has 10 pages oh lord Oh my goodness. i <laughs> i miss rudy i miss rudy oh my <laughs> goodness that's hilarious uh victor says yeah, welcome back, Teresa Rudy. <laughs> ain't paying her internet or monthly payments for her microphone so she's been replaced that is not true <laughs> that is not true you guys are so bad Oh, I miss the trouble. I miss the trouble, trouble in the chat. But uh, look, it's almost the end of the thing. But anyways, let me finish off about the book. Uh, it's coming out February 14th. I will have a book launch. And um, I am very, very, very excited. I had to go through a lot of self-love and a lot of acceptance to finish this book. And I took me many, many years. People kept asking about the book and when is it finished and when is it coming out and blah, 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 blah. What's the name of the book? I couldn't tell them the name of the book because I kept changing it. At one point it was like, I am the mother, I am the, the, I am the child of my father and the daughter of my mother. That was, that was. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was it was that title. But it was just I kept changing it over and over again, and that's because I was I was trying so hard to accept myself. And I will thank Toastmasters for that. Uh, Toastmasters International is a speaking organization that a professional organization that helps you get in, in you know in tune with your speech and your presentation. And in doing so, it acted as a therapy for me, and I was able to express myself every time I did a speech or a contest. And uh, he said, Victor, she ain't sell nobody a lotion. That's why. Oh, my goodness. They are so bad. They are so bad. Are we laughing because, like, they just say these things that yeah. you're like, oh, my God, did you just say that? And he goes, a lot of that sh ashy people in Barbados, so she's better get busy. Oh, Barbados, I love you. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> but anyways. Okay, so let's wrap it up here. Um, next week, we will be bringing to attention to human trafficking. I am very much advocate for um, talking about human trafficking. And the it's, it's one of those businesses that and is a business, people, um, that mm -hmm. is so dangerous. At the same time, it is it's all around the world. Every country, city, uh, town in the world have some form of human trafficking, and we need to work together to to deal with this. And human trafficking comes in various forms, from sex from sex workers to body parts in Tanzania. It's so yes. many different things. Um, so human trafficking it doesn't only mean sex; it could also mean body parts, and um, we really have to advocate for that. The biggest human trafficking we we know about was slavery, if you think about it. Um, and so we will be tying human trafficking along with domestic violence, um, um, and and speaking about violence against women. Uh, if you know someone that's being trafficked, please do not approach them. Be a witness. Call nine one one. Have that conversation with the professionals who are trained to deal with that. Okay, Colette with love. Thank you so much for helping us out while Teresa's away. I think you're doing one more show with me. Um, yeah. So I look forward to seeing you next Saturday. And we we look forward to seeing all of you next mm -hmm. Saturday here on YouTube, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And remember to like, comment, and subscribe to Hot Tea with Pleasures, where we make keep it raw and real and we lubricate your mm -hmm. life. And we also keep it moist. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye, Colette. And thanks. Bye. We forgot to thank everybody in the audience. <laughs> thanks to right. Rudy and Victor and Baby Eiffel for always coming through. Thank you so much. He said, I got to go and move my plane. <laughs> Later, right. family. Be safe. Bye, Rudy. It shows ending anyways. Don't come back. <laughs> come back <laughs> next week. Okay, so thank you all for coming through. And for those who are thank in the chat you. quiet, thank you for being there. And again, hot tea with pleasures where we keep it raw and real and we lubricate your life, keeping it moist. We'll see you next Saturday. Bye, Colette. Bye. He said 10 pages and only pictures in that book. Boy, I can't. Okay, bye. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I know life's short, so I wanna live real, but how's it supposed to?